What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. I am your host, along with my co-host, Mr. Austin. Buddy, how are you? Exhausted. Um, it looked like campaign season was going to be over, and we got stuck in a runoff in Brighton. So, uh, two more weeks. Three more oh, weeks of shit. campaigning. You mentioned some story... And I think we should just jump right into it. What's going on? Two years ago, my little brother and I are watching these, like, um, you can buy these, like, stunt sabers. You know, where you can, like, actually, like, lightsaber fight. And Hunter and I are like, how freaking hilarious would it be if we bought these so we could smack the crap out of each other? Right. And they had a sale on them, but, like, this bread bag, 55 bucks. 50 bucks got you a random hilt and the blade that you wanted and a random color and the chance to win sound. And Hunter and I are both like, we don't care about sound. We're just going to order order a lightsaber. If it lights up, we can smack each other with it. That's all we care about. We don't care about sound. So we do that. And I get a notification like, oh, because of COVID two years ago, like right, this is right when COVID started hit, popping off. They're like, right. because of COVID, we have to suspend operations for a few weeks. We'll go back to it. Um, your um, shipment will be delayed. I'll say, okay. I forgot these freaking lightsabers were ordered and even going to exist. I got a text <laughs> message a few days, or an email a few days ago. Your shipment has been sent. I'm like, what ship? I didn't order anything. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I got my lightsaber. <laughs> The lightsabers, that's hilarious. So, two years later, my lightsaber is officially coming in the mail. Dude, that's badass. Now you can smack the shit out of Hunter with him. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> man. Um, I think we should uh, update the people in case they hadn't heard about the spanking that happened in Virginia. <laughs> Dude. That was a fucking ass whooping. Like, I really... Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think it was gonna happen the way we were hoping it would. It was worse, dude. <laughs> like, I, I read about other states and shit. I was like, dude, these motherfuckers got spanked. <laughs> like, okay, I'll let you update the people. But let's start with the important one, Virginia. So, first off, um, Virginia, a state in which uh, Joe Biden won by 10 points in 2020 had the Democrat governor at the beginning of the cycle, favored by 12, now um, lost his election to the Republican with 1% name recognition when the campaign started. Um, then the um, lieutenant governor, uh, Republicans won the lieutenant governor, and then the Republicans went and took the attorney general seat as well in a state yeah. in which Joe Biden won by 10 points. But the even better, funny story is in a state Senate race in New, in, um, New Jersey, a truck driver was denied a concealed carry permit. So he said, you know what, I'll just run for state Senate. Um, started running for state Senate because of that. Against the then Senate president spent a total of $150. 67 of those dollars were spent at Dunkin' Donuts. 
Jesus. Beat the Senate president, the third most powerful person in New Jersey. He beat that person with $150, 67 of which going to Dunkin' Donuts. Jesus Christ. Dude, it was uh, it was nuts. We'll just put it that way. I read it and I was like, oh my God. And it was nobody wanted like MSNBC and all that. They didn't want to call it late at night, right? But the ass whooping was pretty much already done. It was like how much he was like ten away or whatever. And I was like, there's no way that anything's gonna change at this point. There's no fucking way. And so I woke up and I was like, Maybe something did happen, but I looked at it and I was like, oh, I was right. Nothing changed. But I just kind of thought like Daily Wire and all those guys were celebrating too early. But then I was like, nah, maybe they were correct. And then I woke up and I was like, yeah, that shit's over. That's yeah, actually a good we, thing, though. And um, we didn't have an episode right before the election. And uh, I was telling everybody, like, like, oh, who wins by two points? Probably, Youngkin probably wins by two points. Because like, yeah. I only listen. I listened to Trafalgar and Monmouth polls. They're the only ones I listened to. And they both right. had him up by two points. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, for sure. He's going to win by two points right. according to Monmouth and Trafalgar. I have to, I have right. to, you know, go with that. So um, it was pretty awesome. Um, oh. The good news, the great news in Colorado is Republicans won all over in Colorado. Whether it was flipping oh, yeah. the Westminster City Council, Republicans flipped the Westminster City Council. They took the mayor's seat in Westminster. Um, in Thornton, Republicans held their um, conservative majority, and Republicans held their majority in Commerce City. In Aurora, there were two open, admitted socialists who were endorsed by the socialists. The American um, Socialist Party got shellacked in Aurora. In Douglas County, nine school boards flipped Republican because parents were sick and tired of CRT garbage. Oh, yeah, dude. Those all people are waking up. I was telling Chanel all about it. I was like, this all happened because of critical race theory. This all happened because of letting trans kids, whatever, go in to use the same bathroom and shit. Like, but it was like a test. And I think people are like, okay, you know what? I may not like Republicans, but at least they ain't going to fuck with my kid or my money. So right. it's kind of like a uh, it's a stepping stone. And I think this is actually a good thing because I don't really pay attention to polls that much either because they're all different. You know what I mean? They come from different places, but from the ones I'm seeing, Biden shit dropped down even further. So that goes to show you that even Democrats probably ain't voting for his ass again. Yeah, he's done like... 39% of favorability. That's fucking terrible. Well, okay. It's not like we didn't see that coming, but that's worse than what I thought it would be. I legit thought that this guy was going to be so stupid and out of his mind that he couldn't make the right decision at all. But he, like, he was making decisions, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, there goes that. Like, What worse could happen, right? And then more and more worse things were happening. And, okay, look, I wasn't going to dabble into this, but we're going to. The awarding of a bunch of illegal immigrants money, okay, in the sum of, what the hell was it? Like, damn it, it's like, I can't remember, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, he was going to. Yeah. And that's almost like, okay, 
let's be honest, it's a lot of money per household. There's a lot of immigrants to this country. And I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying that they're going to be rich. And that's a shit idea. We should also mention, too, that uh, the mandate did go through, but it's also been fucking froze. Or it's the, you know what I'm talking about. They froze that shit. Yeah, a court in Louisiana has put a stoppage on it because they're saying that it exceeds OSHA's thing and it's going to go to a lawsuit. We'll see how that lawsuit goes. Well, OSHA doesn't make the laws and regulations. Like, there, there's, okay, so OSHA makes some things that we have to follow, but OSHA is not a branch of the government, so they shouldn't be, you know, that, that shouldn't be a law anyway. But, again, that's more for a different topic. What I'm simply saying is now that it's been uh, frozen, if you will, how long do you think this is going to take before they actually just shit on it and say, no, it's not going to happen? Because a part of me thinks it will happen, but I guarantee you when the next president comes on board, is going to kick it out completely. No, it's going to get struck down. There's no legal precedence for it. And um, I was listening to something that Ben Shapiro said. Definitely is really accurate. That thing's going to happen. Uh, ben Shapiro says he knows it's um, unconstitutional and that it's going to get challenged in court and get struck down. But he's just yeah. pushing it out there so he can say, I tried my best. I did what I could, but my hands are tied. So his little... So that 39% could go back up to 45% because the people who are crazy yeah. about COVID will be like, oh, he tried. Well, yeah, and he's testing the waters, too. This is kind of his way of seeing what can I do? Because let's be honest, no president ever goes on there with the intention of destroying our country. You have to believe that what you're doing is right. Well, so... I would argue that Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> no, you get what I mean. Like, in their eyes, that's the right thing to do. They're not like, haha, who can I fucking destroy? But they are destroying people's lives because they are the ones that hold people's lives in their fucking hands. So, I think in, in his eyes, if he can even know, you know, like, see what's going on, uh, he thinks what he's doing is correct. So this is his way of going, can I actually do this for the people I'm trying to save? The problem is, just like we've talked about with Democrats, liberals, whatever, they don't ever think about the consequences of this shit. They always think about safety versus freedom. Oh my god, I messed up. What? I ate a bunch of queso for lunch, man, and I've Would got... Would you just dust it. yourself? Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Oh God, I could see, I could, I could smell it from here, and no, I'm just kidding. No, I saw it in your eye. You farted. You were like, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> you know it's yeah, bad it though a, when you oh, can smell no. it. Like when other people smell it, they go, "Ew, that's one thing." But if you smell it, that's not good. But uh, <clears throat> so I actually was shocked to find out that Ben Shapiro was like, "We're taking this shit on. We're suing the Biden administration." That was pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. I thought that was pretty tight. I didn't expect that. And there are people all over going to war. Right. Against this, so. Well, 
I kind of figured he would be the first of many. Because there's going to be other companies that are like, dude, this just, whether you believe in it or not, it's not doable. Not just that. My girl Kim Reynolds, governor of Iowa, is suing the Biden administration over it. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, it's not just unconstitutional and wrong. It's just not going to work. Because there's going to unfortunately be companies that get started because of this that don't require 100 employees or more. There's going to always be ways around this. You can't force people to do shit they don't want to do. And the thing is that how is OSHA going to um, do this? Yeah, OSHA that's has what like I was saying. 40 employees. They're not there are fucking for- tens of thousands. Tens of thousands they, of businesses. I find it funny that the hundred was the magic number they came upon. You know they did that on purpose because let's be honest, most somewhat successful companies have more than a hundred employees. The ones that didn't, they're like they'll be fine. We don't have to worry about them because how long are they really gonna last? Five years? Well, my thing. My big thing is, when it boils down to it, is if they really wanted to do this, they really wanted to make a ch- make a, the change, then they would have linked it to, they would have linked it to a bunch of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Would have linked it to like public um, benefits, like you get food stamps. In order to receive food stamps, you have to get a vaccination, but they're not oh, doing yeah. that. Because that's their people that they'd be hitting. They just want to kill small businesses. Well, not to mention they want control. This is the perfect way to control someone because they did it to me. Voila, it worked. I got my second shot, so I'm fully vaccinated. I posted a thing in my group about how I'm actually ashamed of it. Not ashamed of being vaccinated. I'm ashamed that it worked. Because here's the thing, dude. I even said this in my post. If it was just me, I would have said, fuck it. I'll figure this out. I don't need this job. Right. But I got a wife and three kids, technically speaking. I can't make them suffer because of what I believe in. Like, they have to eat. You know what I mean? It's different for me. I can live off ramen noodles, bro. I can live in somebody's basement if I had to while I look for a job. This is totally different. Like, I just didn't really have a choice. And they worded it very well. It was a very reasonably worded threat. It was, if you don't do it, we'll cut your hours or we'll move you sites. That is most likely what would happen. So they, they tried to say it professionally, but what they told me was, do it or else. And I was like, that's not even a lie yet. And weren't, weren't they telling you that you'd have to pay for your own testing? Yes. So the company wouldn't pay for it because we have and too many. tests are like $130 each. Yeah, and you know this... Oh, hold on a second. Mm. Because I tried to find a way to around that. Times 52 weeks is $7,000 a year. That's a pretty big dent, how much I even make. And here's the fucked up thing, too. I looked into this a little more. Now, obviously, for um, <clears throat> privacy reasons, I've never named the company I work for. That's 570 so not... bucks a month. Right. So let the record show I'm not going to... Oh, yeah. And here's the fucked up part. Ready for the kicker? I was talking to some people that I, you know, work for, and I was like, hey, um, 
there are types of tests out there that you can get cheaper that are as effective as the same thing. And they're like, nope, we will only accept two companies that do the tests. Those companies happen to be a little over a hundred bucks. So, yeah, they uh, they knew what they were doing, and it's designed to do that. It's designed to make you get the vaccine. Let's get the prick or start. Right, and I did it. I was like, fuck. And the fucked up thing that made me so mad is it's not even a law yet. It lasted what a day. It wasn't even like it went through, and now it's like nope. So it worked, and I'm pissed about that. Like I'm ashamed of it, but. In my defense, I'm like, dude, I have nowhere else to turn because of the fact that I have to rely on this job. Unfortunately, I'm not a millionaire. I can't just say fuck it like Cardi B. Because let's do the math. If you're Cardi B and you only have a few albums you've sold and you've made millions, you don't have to do anything anymore. So if they told you we're not working with you because of the vaccine, okay. If you're a smart person, that mansion you have is paid off. Your cars are paid off. You can live off of it. I would. That's right. why I understand why celebrities say fuck it. Like, some are afraid because that is their life. That's how they make money. But some are also like, I've made money. Like, Daniel Radcliffe is a perfect example. I don't know if he's anti-whatever, but he has stated before he doesn't have to do movies. Harry Potter alone made him wealthy. He loves doing it. That's why he does it. He doesn't have to do it, though. And he was smart when he said that, because it's the truth. Let's think about it here. He was the richest kid when Harry Potter and all that came out, right? Making millions. He's like 30-ish now, right? I assume he's probably 30, but think of all the movies he's done. He don't have to work ever again if he didn't want to. But that's his dream. He loves movies, so he's going to keep doing it. But if I was in his shoes and this came about, and they're like, you know what? You have to get this vaccine. That's the only way you can be on set. That's the only way this company will do business with you. Like, okay, I guess I'm doing business with them. Okay. And who's to say that somebody isn't going to start their own studio? That's what Daily Wire is doing. They're trying to make their own movie production company. They're trying to right. do, they're also trying to get into the music industry too, which I think is cool. If they do, they should sign a, my homie, Morgan Wallen. Dude, I hate country music, but I like Morgan Wallen just because of that whole scenario. Like, I got to hear this guy's music. I started enjoying it. You know that you're song? Taking, you're taking steps down the down the right road. Well, you know that song, um, Not the Only One by Aaron Lewis, whatever it's called? That's a good song, too, man. Somebody recommended it to me, and I listened to it. Not only does yeah. it hit home, but it's a beautiful song. I was like, man, I don't really like country music at all, but this is okay. a very good song. I have never heard this song before in my entire life. It's really good, man. It's um, it's about what's going on. It really hits home when you're like, damn, this is kind of about me. Oh, you're not the only one by Aaron Lewis? Yeah, like, not the only am one. I, by is, it, is it, am I the only one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one. Yeah, Am I the Only One by Aaron Lewis. Hell, just look at the lyrics. You don't even have to listen to the song. The lyrics hit home, but it's uh, he's a good singer. I thought it was had a beautiful voice. I enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, I don't like country music, so it says a lot when I'm able to get into it. Aaron Lewis, always, whenever I listen to him, he always reminds me of Darius Rucker. 
I do he's know who that is. the same voice as Derek's record. Yeah, Hootie the Blowfish. Yeah. So I don't know Darius Rucker from Hooting the Blowfish. I know Darius Rucker from his record-breaking country music career. No, so with the whole Blowfish thing, I didn't know who they were until Chanel explained it to me, and I was like, okay, I remember listening to their music, but I didn't know who he was, and she was like, this is the guy that used to be a part of that, and I was like, oh, okay, so I was listening to some of the stuff with her, and I was like, okay, so now I know who this is, because that's quite a transition from punk music to, you know what I mean, like... Uh, the band Lit did that. But, um, like, Darius Rucker's always been a massive... Apparently, Darius Rucker's always been this massive um, country music fan. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, oh, sorry. When he finished up with Who Did the Blowfish, he apparently uh, wanted to sing country music. And I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Well, that's what the band Lit did, and if you don't know who they are, they're kind of one-hit wonders. Like, I love a lot of their music, but they did the song, uh, My Own Worst Enemy, Can't We Forget About the Things I Said When I Was Drunk. Everyone's heard that song. Please tell me why. Like, that's everyone knows that song. It's a hit. They are now a country band. Apparently, they've always liked country music, and they do it, and they're actually good at it, too. I was listening to it, and I was like... I can't deny them the fact that they're good at this. I can't deny the success. Speaking of denying success, I had this uh, uh, discussion with somebody about wrestling. They were saying, like, dude, I don't like AEW. And I was like, why? I want to know, like, why? Is it because you like WWE? And, of course, the answer was yes. And I'm like, dude, here's the thing. There's way too much WWE versus AEW. The reason I don't like WWE is because it's gone very sour. It's like... It's a PG product. It's not as cool as it used to be. That is not why I like AEW. I like AEW because it goes beyond. It pushes the boundaries of what I want WWE to be. And and I told him this. I was like, you can't deny the guys responsible for AEW the success they've had. They've done quite well. Nobody knew who AEW was until they started going on TV and now they're very popular. You can't deny that. Just like I won't deny the success that WWE has had. WWE is here to stay. That's never going to go under. It's always going to be there. I won't deny that either. I feel like way too many people have conversations where they don't want to admit something. You know what I mean? Like, I will admit WWE is king. They're the top dog. I'm not going to deny them that. But I like AEW more for various reasons, and I think one day they could be there too. Same thing with music. You can't deny the fact that Justin Bieber and all these guys make money. I don't think they're talented. I really don't. But money doesn't lie. You know what I mean? People spend money on this shit, so it's coming from somewhere. How much of it is 10-year-old kids? That's the thing, though. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is geared towards children. Like, uh, What's a good example? Um, hold on. Putting some Vicks on. <sighs> Gotta let that shit out. Uh, oh, Hello Kitty is a good example. That's meant for kids, and the primary their primary audience is kids. It actually happens to be older adults, too, believe it or not. It's just like Pokemon. A lot of their uh, audience is adults, but it's geared towards kids, and it works. I love Pokemon, yeah. but as I'm older, I'm like, it's kind of a stupid thing. 
I love comic books, but I'm older. They're kind of stupid. But it works. You know, you can't lie. Like, look at the movies that are out there. Like Marvel. I don't like Marvel. I don't think they make good movies, but I can't deny them the fact that it's, it's a success. The money they made is, like, unfathomable. I've ne- I don't even know if that's a word. But uh, <laughs> look at movies like uh, The Godfather. Those are good movies, right? They can't even touch what Marvel has done because Marvel has made a lot of money. I won't deny that at all. I just don't like it. That's all. It's completely different. It's all based on your opinion. But you can't be like, oh, no, no, no. It sucks. The money is clearly right there. The charts are very much alive. Like, what movie was I looking at? Oh, yeah. Avatar used to be, like, the number one opening box office film of all time. It made the most money or whatever. I still profess Avatar is a shitty movie. I think it sucks. I fucking hate it. I don't know why anyone likes it. It's a terrible fucking yeah, movie. Um, it was really cool to watch in the theater. That's why I got so much, um, made so much money. But then the DVD came out, and like, you don't get all that beautiful effects. Yeah. You get the beautiful design and all that that's in it. But I felt that that's what bothered me the most was people only like this movie because of how beautiful it looked, not the story. The story has been done before. Dances with Wolves. There's other films out there where it's the exact same thing. And, and I was the highly disappointed. $269 million. Right, which at the time is a lot of money. But even today, when you adjust it, it's still nowhere near what Endgame made. Yeah, and the Avengers made $1.5 billion, the first one. Right, I think Avengers actually knocked Avatar off. Avengers Age of Ultron got $1.4 billion. What is the highest selling film to date? Or what is um, the largest box office? Avengers Endgame is two point seven billion. Infinity War is two billion. Let's see. Highest box office. Opening. We'll put it that way. Well, that sounds fair. Well, I want to see full worldwide gross box office. Number one is still Avatar. What the at fuck? Two point eight four seven billion dollars. Number two is Avengers Endgame at 2.797 billion, Titanic at 2.1 billion, and Star Wars The Force Awakens at 2.06 billion dollars. I forgot that uh Titanic was that popular. I liked it as a kid oh, when it came out. So the the top 10 is Frozen 2 at 1.4 Good God. Fast and the Furious 7 at 1.5. What the fuck is a Fast and the Furious movie up there? The Avengers at 1.5. The Lion King. The 2009 Damn. edition. 1.6 billion. Jurassic World at 1.6. Infinity War 2 billion. Force Awakens 2 billion. Titanic 2.1. Avengers Endgame 2.7 and Avatar at 2.8. How the fuck is Avatar still up there? So, Avatar is an okay movie. Um, Endgame is a really good movie. Titanic is a phenomenal movie. Force Awakens is an okay movie. Infinity War is a good movie. 
Jurassic World was a trash movie. The new Lion King was kind of ass. The regular Avengers is a good movie. All the Furious movies are freaking ridiculous to me, but a lot of people like them. And Frozen 2, ugh, why? I seriously resent you for saying Lost World was a trash movie. Oh, no, no, no. You mean, hold on, wait. Are you talking about Jurassic World or Lost World? Jurassic World. With Chris Pratt. I should smack you. Like, are you kidding me? That's the that's the best sequel of all of them. Not yeah. all kingdom. Okay, okay, and one. Joe and Joe Biden is the best president with dementia. That's not a high bar to clear. Bro, <laughs> world blows. The third one's terrible. Jurassic no, World man. was amazing. None of them are good. There's one good Jurassic Park movie. It's Jurassic Park. The rest oh, are a- all bad films. Oh, that's a legendary movie, but dude, Jurassic World was awesome. Like, I loved it. I don't know why. You know, I think I liked it. This is going to sound really biased. Not Chris Pratt, but I always wanted to see one where the park was fully functional. And the second one, I thought that's what I was going to get. But as a kid, it was cool. But as I got older, I realized this movie's basically got to it. I mean, the premise is cool and everything, but what it boils, what this boils down to is. Is it's like, oh, we have this magic dinosaur that has any magical powers we want to give it at any time uh, to suit the story. No, I'll and admit we, that that dinosaur is really dumb. And there's I'll like no that. consistency in it. That's why I don't like that movie. So, out of the top yeah, 10, like there are one, two, three really, really, really good movies. There are one, I two, hate you hate Titanic? That's such the best a, movie on this list. That's such a stupid movie. I liked it as a kid because I was a kid. I'm older. I think it's dumb. And you don't want to know something crazy, dude? I absolutely love DiCaprio. He's my favorite actor. Oh, my also. God. There's two Kirk Cameron movies on this list. Kirk Cameron's the shit. I don't care what anyone says. But speaking wait, of wait, Kirk Cameron... Wait, wait, is Kirk Cameron the Christian dude or is Kirk, Kirk Cameron the guy who... Um, was the director of Titanic. Oh, God damn it! No. Kirk Cameron's the Christian dude. James Cameron's the director. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Cameron, bro. James I like Cameron, Kirk Cameron, dude. though. Kirk Cameron's good, too, okay? James Cameron. There's two James Cameron movies on this list. No, James Cameron is hands down a great director. He's not my favorite, but he's one of the greatest, man. He did Aliens, Terminator 2, both of which are the best sequels of all time, better than the original. I'll fight anyone. Terminator 1 is terrible in comparison to Terminator okay. 2. I was about to say, ter- Terminator 1 is not terrible. It's just not as good as... Well, no. Like If I were to watch the two, I'd rather watch the second one. I love the first one. Don't get me wrong. It is a good movie. I'm not going to deny that. That is a good movie. Because you could have seen the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Those are bad. But, you know, the first one's good. I love the second one, though. And I love Alien. Alien is a great fucking scary-ass movie, but Aliens. Oh, my God, dude. That's where it's at. That was the inspiration for Halo. Go play Halo and look at all the like designs and shit with all the soldiers, all the equipment. Yeah, he, did, he did The Terminator in 84, Aliens in 86, The Abyss in 89. The Abyss is a good one, too. Terminator 2 in 91, Titanic in 97, True Lies in 94, 
I like True Lies. I forgot about that one. It's stupid, but um, I like Avatar it. Avatar 2009, and now he's doing Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. Oh my god, why? <laughs> Leave it alone. Trying to get that money. Well, when he tried being a part of the revival for the Terminator franchise, they did Terminator Dark Fate, which was a better sequel in comparison to the last few that we had. But it went woke as fuck. It was kind of dumb. It was all female-led, and you're like, God damn it, why? But it wasn't bad. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a decent... It was a It was a good first step. I'm but nothing up- will ever touch the first two. I am a little upset that we didn't get that Kirk Cameron um, Superman movie. That would have been freaking awesome. See, I like Kirk Cameron because of the Left Behind movies. I thought those were really cool. I know they're Christian films, but if you watch them without the Christian aspect, like... If you watch them as a non-Christian, they're still good movies. Did you did you watch the um what's his name? The remake with Nicolas Cage. Yes, Nicolas Cage like that. Dude, it was terrible. Like, okay, it was it was a decent movie, but even for an action flick with him and the other guy from House of Wax and Princess Diaries, you know what I'm talking about, the Disney Star kid. Yeah. I guess it's not a kid anymore. But that movie, even with them and with the budget they had, that was a shitty movie. It was so cheesy. It's really, really bad. But then again, the old ones are bad. If you watch them now, you're like, these are kind of terrible. But I liked them more. I don't know why. I think it's the nostalgia because I did a movie review on Grave Shift about the new It movie. I really didn't like the new It movies. I loved the TV series more, which is cheesy, doesn't follow the book very well, I but I liked it more. Huh? Yeah. I think everybody likes the original series, the TV series. Yeah, it was just better. I don't know. I thought I liked it. I thought it was better. It was That movie is really good with the amount of campiness. They tried yeah. to like ground it, it just didn't quite work. Right, like the new one is actually a good movie because the set design, the cinema photography, like all that shit is really, really good. It's just, it falls short for me because A, it didn't scare me. I knew it wasn't going to scare me because the original we saw as kids. So that doesn't really help. I knew it wasn't going to be scary. I'm not going to lie, I really didn't like Skarsgård as Pennywise. He did his own version, which was cool, but Tim Curry for me is Pennywise. So like, I just... I didn't enjoy it as much in the I, I think I think um he did a really awesome job. Well he was creepy and maniacal. Like his Pennywise was more sadistic. Tim Curry's was more comical. So, you know, it's hard to compare the two because they're two completely different characters. What I do like about the newer films though is they follow the books more and they do go more in depth on the the turtle, which is a uh, kind of like a a, a symbolism from the book about what the creature is because the old film fucked up where they make you think that Pennywise is a spider trying to be a clown. The new ones follow the book more clearly where it's supposed to be a creature that takes the shape of what you're afraid of. Not just the clown, but the clown happens to work more. So they did that well, but again, it just, it didn't do much for me. I actually like the second one more with the adults. I don't know why. I just thought that one was more interesting. I think it's because I like Bill Hader a lot. He's funny as fuck, but I just didn't care that much for him. I didn't go like, ooh, ah. I was like, okay, these are good, obviously. They're I'm going to get on Soapbox. I'm going to get on Soapbox. I hate that movie because the fat kid does all the work to get the girl, 
um, writes her poems, does everything he needs to do to get this girl, and a girl just shoves him off because he's fat. Right. Screw that carrot top freaking looking like I bet you I bet you her nether regions look like freaking Pennywise. The actress that played her was pretty hot, but what pissed me off, dude, was that and when uh we go into the second one, she still has like no fucking idea that it was him. Like that follows the book very well, but you're like, come on, dude, you gotta change up a little bit. Fuck Bill. Like this dude don't need nothing. He's got a wife and he's got it all. They they all do in a sense, but like it's kind of fucked up. That that motherfucker carried the poem he wrote her in his wallet like the whole time. And this dude, and it's like, oh, he goes, oh, we have to go up and help her clean her room and everything up. They go yeah. and clean everything up, and then the other guy gets the credit. And it's like, what the he hell is the this? Lead. Right, like this is fucked up. This is clearly just fucking. This is fat racism. What the hell? <laughs> oh. Speak of fat racism, this is completely nothing to do with fat racism, by the way. Did you Dude. see the news of who, who got cast for the new um, Avatar The Last Airbender series? No. Well, who is it? So, N- Daniel Day Kim. You know the guy from Lost and Hawaii Five-0? Yeah. But he's going to be the Fire Lord. That's... Is this going to be a live action? Yeah. It's going to be a, it's, it's a live action TV series. With input from the original showrunners from Nickelodeon. Okay, so it might be interesting. I was gonna say, dude, M. Night Shyamalan, dude, horrible decision. I am so excited about it. I don't few qualms. Avatar: The Last Airbender is the greatest animated show of all time, and it's not even close. And it's like, like top, it, yeah. it's like my top five TV shows of all time. I like it. Now, I watch it. And Netflix was like, hey. And like this guy from Netflix, like, hey, I freaking love Avatar: The Last Airbender, and that live-action movie almost killed me. It broke my heart. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna spend like three million dollars on each episode. We're gonna shill out, get the best people to do this, and the original creators are still are gonna be involved. See, I wish they would do that with Dragon Ball, but then again, I don't, because Dragon Ball fucking Revolution or whatever it was called was terrible. I'm so scared I don't want them to ever do a Dragon Ball live-action movie ever again. But I'm heartbroken, because I'm like, dude, I love Dragon Ball Z. That's some shit. Those dudes got the shaft with that stupid movie. The movie was terrible. Like They've released most of the cast. That's kind of cool. It's all, yeah, it's, it's, and the cool part is just all like actually um like culturally appropriate instead of having a bunch of white people try to play I can't believe you said culturally like, appropriate. What the fuck? <laughs> I get what you're saying, well, dog. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you if you if a character is written as an Asian and you make them a white person in your movie, it's stupid. Just as much as if the character is written white and you have a black chick player. No, I agree. I was going to say, dude, I hate when it's a white character, but they make it like an Asian person. They're both, they're both stupid. Having a white person play an Asian person is stupid. Having an Asian person play a white person is stupid. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. But they're like, but they're actually like casting people who are, 
the like proper race to who they were in the TV show. So, thankfully, because I pay twenty bucks a month for um, iTunes, I get Apple TV with it, right? There's a show on Apple right. TV I've been watching, which I was going to avoid it because it has like a five point something on IMD and it's not doing really well. It's called Invasion. It's about an alien race that take, tries to come over and take over Earth. And it basically fucks up everybody that's around, obviously. But the way the story is told is it's done in the format of the vantage point of each person. And, like, I don't know what it's going to lead up to. I have my opinion or my uh, theory is it's going to lead up to them all somehow coming together. But it's different characters that are all witnessing these disastrous events. Like, you got one kid who is in Great Britain. He gets in a bus accident and they land in this pit. And all these kids are fighting the whole time. But they know something weird is going on. The other character is a married woman who finds out her husband's cheating on her. They have to escape the city because a bunch of shit's happening. Sam Neill is in it. He plays a cop. It's like something is weird in this small town. A lot of weird shit going on. Then you got a, a Marine who actually witnesses one of the alien spaceships up front and survives a battle with them. It's really cool, but like like I said, I was looking at all this shit and people were like, this show sucks. It's terrible. I'm addicted to it, dude. At first I was kind of like, eh, this is cheesy, but it's really good. It's actually kind of worth checking out. It's they're long, though, dude. Like, each episode's an hour. But the reason I brought this up is because there's a show on Apple TV or a movie that I also want to watch with Tom Hanks. Have you heard of this show? It is called Finch. Tom Hanks stars as a man on a dangerous quest to find a new home for his unlikely friend. So it takes oh, place in a... Robot. Here was that movie, The Robot, right? Yeah. So I like yeah, Tom I Hanks seen, regardless. I haven't seen it, but I've been willing to watch it. If you want my login info, I'll let you know. But, like, dude, I want to watch it because I love Tom Hanks, and it looks like a, a really cute Tom Hanks story making friends with inanimate objects just like Wilson, so I got to see it. It's actually doing quite well. There's a lot of reviews on it that are like, oh, it's amazing. I want to see it just because it reminds me of Castaway, and who doesn't like Tom Hanks, dude? Like, I've got to see it, so I'll probably end up watching it later. But I've been really addicted to that show, Invasion. They're all on Apple TV. And, you know, I really don't watch Apple TV because they don't have a lot of shit out yet. But they do have one show I want to check out with Jason Sudeikis or Sudeikis called Ted Lasso. I've heard a lot of good, like, a lot of good things about it. I just don't know if I want to watch it because... There's some shit that interests me and some that doesn't. Like, I really don't like watching movies or shows about coaches I, or sports. I think that that's, uh, yeah, everybody's talking about how good that is. But what I think we should do with that Finch movie, watch we, should, along. we should watch along. And Friday, we're going to be hanging out together all day. That's true. We could do it then. So we might as well just do it on Friday. Right, for our Monday episode, let's just fucking do a watch-along. Or we could release that over the weekend as a special. But, like, yeah. I want to watch it. We should just do that because... Yeah, because we're going to be in Westminster, so you could just come back. I've got the television set up in the studio. Right. Hell yeah, I'm excited. So Austin and my wife decided to throw a little birthday bash for me. We're going to Sinzetti's. If you don't know what Sinzetti's is, you're missing out. Sinzetti's is fucking amazing. It's an all-you-can-eat Italian buffet. 
Dude, I love it. It's like the ghetto Italian buffet. It's oh, amazing. with these little cannolis that are just, I eat like 72 cannolis. Bro, every time I go there, I have like three or four plates of a bunch of different shit. Because here's the thing. You shouldn't pig out, but dude, if you're paying like 20, 30 bucks a person, yeah, exactly. you're going to get 20, 30 bucks worth of money. Like I almost told Chanel, hey, let's go to uh, Golden Corral for my birthday. But I was like, nah, I want to go to Sanzetti's. I love Sanzetti's. Dude, I have gotten to the point in my life where I used to love Golden Corral. Now the thought of going to Golden Corral just makes my stomach hurt. Well, it sucks because it's like one of the few buffets left. Like Country Buffet yeah. is no longer in existence. And I mean, it's okay, but honestly, at the amount of money I eat for thirteen for fourteen fifteen bucks for twenty dollars, I could go to a nice steakhouse to get a really nice steak for that price. Yeah, yeah, that so food expensive. is very plain. It's like bland. I don't know what they did to it, but it's fucking plain. But. Yeah, I'm going to Cincinnati's for my birthday because for those of you that don't know, my birthday is coming up on the 12th. I'm going to be 29 years old. Holy shit. I'm that close to 30. Dude, I had a day the other day. I was walking in Walmart and some chick walks out with a class of 2025 t-shirt. You're all, whoa. (laughs) I graduated in 2015. I was like, oh my god, I'm a failure. I've been out of high school for almost six, for six years for almost six years now, I'm a failure. <laughs> oh, I, I feel you do because I graduated in 2012. So I think it's like almost 10 years. It's yeah, it'll be 10 about years there. Year. Right. And so I'm like, holy shit, I've been out of school that fucking long. It doesn't even feel that long, but I've done so much. But in the long run, if you think about it, we've done so little. Just because like we're not like where we said we would be. Yeah. Most of the people I graduated with aren't even there either. The ones that are shocked me. I thought I'd be in D.C. by now, but, well. I thought I'd own a house and shit, but I'm like, nah, fuck that. I mean, I'm going to eventually. Almost but there. We're almost there. It just sucks because you see it and you're like, damn, I've been out of high school that fucking yeah. long. Tim's 10 years. Have you seen the video of the dude who frames the thieves who steal the bike and he puts fix the seat so when someone sits on it, shoves a pipe straight up? Jesus Christ. And you see these dudes run up, grab the bike, and jump down on the seat, and they get up and they're holding their butts because you know that pipe just went straight up their rectum. Dude, that sounds fucking terrible. I'd be so mad if that was me. I'd be like, ow, ow, my ass. That's what, like, I'd that's start what, freaking out. That's what you get for stealing the bike. I love these videos. Or have you seen the one where the dude sets the backpack down at the bus stop? Oh, and, dude, and just takes and he, off. And he ties it to the uh, bus stop with a big old like rubber band. So they grab the thing and they take off running. He goes, hey, that's my backpack. And they take off running. <laughs> and then freaking get slammed back by the rubber that's band. That's hilarious. That's so Dude, funny. I got to watch that. Speaking of fucking online videos, I posted this thing on Facebook the other day because I was genuinely confused. Why was everybody saying, I'm an island boy? I was like, what the I'm fuck an is that? Boy. Island boy. <laughs> Dude, it gets stuck in your head. An island boy. I finally watched it. It's, oh my gosh, the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Those dudes look like they got carrots planted on their heads. The funniest comment is when someone's like, this dude looks like Cynthia, the doll from Rugrats. And I was like, <laughs> they do, bro. They got those stupid corn stalks on their head. That's what it looks like. And they're just like, I'm an island boy. And the funniest thing is, the video I watched was clearly making fun of him because it had the original video up on a TikTok. But somebody put, I'm still looking for the freestyle in this dot, dot, dot. 
So <laughs> then I'm looking down at all the comments, and these guys are like, isn't Florida a peninsula? These guys are not <laughs> island boys. What the fuck? And then they're just like, dude, you could tell they're like losing track of where they're going because I don't even know where the beat is on this. And like, you could tell it's obviously them just like doing it out of the blue in their backyard. Now, here's the thing. They're actually very popular. That video made them very popular as well. But apparently they had been doing it for a while and they're like well established in the area. Like they're considered good rappers, which is hysterical to me. But then again, rap nowadays is fucking awful. Like anything is considered good rap. I hate to say that because I don't want to shit on people that sound clouds. It's still that that Saturday Night Live skit. It's so freaking funny. Which one? Um, where they're where it's got Leslie Jones and a bunch of people that are sitting here. They're they're meeting these new rappers, and it's the the two guys, and they just come and sit down. And they're like, "Hey, hey, yeet, skirt, yeah, yeet, yeet," and they go back and forth. He goes, "You never loved me, mom." <laughs> but when I needed you, whoa, and freaking Tina Thompson comes up, smacks her, stop! <laughs> that reminds that? me, because that's the one with Pete Davidson, right? Yeah. I'm glad we have this brought up, because, dude, me and Chanel had a long-ass conversation about him today. So apparently he's been sided with Kim Kardashian, right? Because Kanye and him are, are having a, they're going through a divorce. So the rumor is she's with Pete Davidson and all that. And I was like, who the fuck is Pete Davidson again? That I remembered for the longest time, I've had friends try to get me to watch that movie he's in, the Judd Apatow film, uh, The King of Staten Island. Oh, The King of Staten Island. Yeah, apparently my sister really liked it. Well, here's the thing. The reason I refuse to watch it is because I don't like Pete Davidson because of the shit talking he was doing about Dan Crenshaw. I was actually really irritated by it. I was like, dude, how the fuck are you going to talk shit about a fucking veteran? The but whole, whatever. No, so Pete Davidson made some jokes about Dan Crenshaw. Some of them were funny. Some of them weren't. But it's a joke. If you don't think it's funny, that doesn't make it wrong. But then Dan Crenshaw, Saturday Night Live called Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw then went on Saturday Night Live and yeah. roasted the snot out of Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live. And they did a show together where they were both like, yeah, it's, it's comedy. If you don't think it's funny, screw you. Well, yeah, but what he had said afterwards was like, oh, yeah, this dude's only famous because I gave him a platform. Because I guess they were fighting again. And I was like, man, I never really cared for Pete Davidson. I didn't even know who he was until SNL. So I kind of don't want to watch it just because I can't stand him. But I've seen a lot of movies with him in it, which are like passable. Like uh, The Suicide Squad, I thought he was interesting for the five minutes that he's in it. You know what I mean? And I love Judd Apatow, dude. If you don't know who that is, he's the guy that did Knocked Up, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Funny People. He's the dude that does the classy shit. Oh, shit. Rap Roundtable. Have you yeah. seen this one? Yeah. Do you still watch fucking SNL? Who is that guy with the fro? That's the... um. <clears throat> there he is. What's his name? Um, he's from the band on Jimmy on Jimmy Fallon, Fallon right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I was gonna say he looked familiar. Yeah, Davidson. Who would have thought this tatted up dude would get famous? Apparently, he's best friends with MGK. 
Skirt, skirt. <clears throat> Yeah, they look like your typical white boy rappers. Yeah. Oh my god. Even the hair is on point. <laughs> that's that's how they all dress. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. He said no. <laughs> He's all stop it. Yeah, that's I still watch that. I watch Saturday Night Live highlights and I watch the whole show. Right, like I watch the ones that are like they make the news. Like uh, the one I did watch with Pete Davidson was the one where they're making fun of Dear Stan or Stan, the Eminem song where Pete Davidson's the guy trying to get the PlayStation Four, and he's writing to Santa. It's Dear Santa or whatever. And he oh fucking, yeah, he's like yeah. And then Eminem ends up getting the fucking PS Four. He's like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Dude, Santa like, Live has some. Saturday Night Live has a bunch of still really funny stuff. Like everybody, people who are like, "Oh, Saturday Night Live's not funny anymore," don't actually sit down and like look at Saturday Night Live clips. They just see the uh, ones that Fox yeah. News puts on. They go, "That's not funny." I hardly watch it. I just don't have an interest anymore. After like Will Ferrell and all them left, I was like, "Eh." Dude, Jim Carrey's Joe Biden is so freaking funny. Wait, he did a Joe Biden. Yeah, Jim Carrey was Joe Biden. I'm going to have to see this shit. You're going to have to send me a link to it. Yeah. Apparently, there's one where he, like, walks up to a, a ice cream counter, and he goes, hey, hey, pal, can can you get me one of those, those, um, um, the green one with the, with the brown dots in it? <laughs> He's all, you know, the thing. <laughs> see, I love Jim Carrey. I, like. I've always loved him to the point where I just ignore all the dumb shit he, sh- he says about socialism and all that. Like, I just don't care. I'm like, you know what? I love his movies too much. But then there's some actors that they do that. They start opening their mouth, and I'm like, nah, I don't even want to fucking watch your shit. Like, I was telling Chanel, dude, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life, I did a couple months ago. I unfollowed Jessica Alba on Twitter and Instagram because I was just so tired of all the bullshit. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. But yeah, I was just getting sick of it. He's Joe Biden at one point. And it's eerily similar. <laughs> oh god, it looks fucking terrifying. That was on SNL? Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch this as soon as we're done with this podcast. That's fucking crazy. He does look like him. That's creepy. Like him. See, I'm not gonna lie, I did like a Alec Baldwin's Trump impersonation. I thought that shit was pretty fucking funny. Or uh, people are like, I didn't like his his um Donald Trump one. I thought it, but, I thought it was hilarious. But they, but they were like, I do love his Dick Cheney accidentally shooting somebody. See that one was funny too. Who'd have thought though that guy would be, actually shoot somebody? Got him. But uh, before we close this, there is something important we got to discuss. Um. <clears throat> Did you know that there was a petition online? I don't know how big it is, but... Well, first off, I should ask you this. So you don't have a PlayStation, neither do I. But I'm assuming you've heard of the game The Last of Us. (laughs) Dead silence. He's like, no, never heard of it. No, I have. Sorry, someone was uh, asking me a question. 
No, you're fine. Basically, all I was going to say was they were making a movie, right? And uh, there was a petition going around that Pedro Pascal should play the main character. And I was like, yeah, I could see it. Like, I'm one of those people, dude. I just watched the gameplay on YouTube because I refuse to buy a fucking shitty PlayStation just to play one game. But I was looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to sign it. He's a good actor. This is the way, you know what I'm saying? No, screw that guy. Oh, because of what he said about Gina Carano? Yep, I hope he ever gets another job ever again. I hope he falls off a bridge and breaks his left arm. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what's crazy Nothing is... really bad, just a small crack. Well, what's nuts is Gina Carano was saying, like, how he supported her fully in getting the role and how he tried to help her, but then when they started clashing a lot, everybody was fine with everything he had to say and all he was putting on fucking Facebook and Twitter... But when she did it, it was like the world fell apart. That's right. And that's how I am, dude. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I really want to fucking watch any more Mandalorian. But I might. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's one of those a, things where I'm like, I don't know. But here's the thing. There are rumors that they're trying to, that Dave Filoni is trying to bring her back. That's what they're saying. I wonder if she's actually going to do it. If I were her, I wouldn't because look how it was. If if it was me, I'd do it. That's a giant middle finger to Disney. Like, hey, I was so good. I am so good at my job. And you know what? Screw you guys. You couldn't even. You guys couldn't cancel me. So I'm back. I'm gonna take the money, demand double my salary that I was getting last time before you cut me. That's essentially what's going on with Dave Chappelle right now. He's basically giving the middle finger to all the fucking woke mob people because they wouldn't cancel his shit and it's still going. It's one of their top selling. I think it's because they learned that you can't get rid of the top selling shit. It just doesn't work that way. Oh, shoot. What? Um, You know the guy who played Moff Gideon? Yeah. Jim Espioso? Yeah. Cito? Yeah, he said, and I quote, I, uh, the man, the best uh, person to work with is Gina Carano. I've ever worked with any Star Wars um, show or movie I've ever worked on. Oh, yeah, I was reading about that. People were giving him shit, but, dude, he's a legendary actor, so they need to fucking leave him alone. That's the way I So I have it. to say this, maybe. Okay, I'll say it without hesitation. Gina Carano... I'm not going to weigh in on any of that particular other than than her political beliefs, what you said, but I think it's inappropriate or appropriate or not. We as actors probably sometimes, I know for me, I should just shut my mouth, but sometimes I can't. I got to say what I believe because it has to go on record. I love working with her. She's warm and beautiful and wonderful. And, you know, I don't care what her politics are. I love the fact that she came to acting late and she was so raw and original and beautiful. I just think she's a lovely person. So I shout her out and she's one of my favorites. Oh, she's a woman, all right. Oh, that's she's that's got a, a lot of woman that can. Um, Gina Carano can get, get it. Oh yeah, I, I but, probably only um, lost thirty seconds in the UFC match too. There are major rumors suggesting Gina Carano will be returning to the Mandalorian for season four. <clears throat> Makes you wonder. Damn, there's a third season. What the fuck have I been, dude? I gotta really pay attention. Oh, wait, I watched it. Skywalker. The book of... The book of... um, 
the book of Boba Fett comes out in like three weeks. Oh yeah, that I will be watching. Oh yeah, for sure. Otherwise, I think that about does it, folks. Um, shit, thanks for listening and. I guess our next episode will probably be the watch along of Finch. So tune in for that. Check us out at the great podcast.com. Also, uh, looks like we're going to get the ball rolling here on doing a special interview with none other than the owner and operator of the 88 drive-in movie theater. If you're a local in Colorado, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We're excited for that. You got to give me those um, questions. I have half of them done. I need to do a few more because I don't want to just ask like the same question. Sorry, I'm putting some real thought into it. I'll get them to you, though. I, I remember that, actually. I was writing them down the other day on my phone. I was like, what would I want to ask? And I'm trying not to ask like stupid-ass questions. So I was like, hold on, let me redo some of these. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening. That concludes our broadcast day. Austin, buddy, I will see you on Monday. Adios. Oh, wait, no, I'll see you on Friday. What the fuck am I thinking? This is the fucking <laughs> Monday episode. We record these at different times. This fucks with me. All right, I'll talk to you later, bro. Adios.